Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And this is the newest single from Ashley Tisdale called Voices in My Head. I got these feelings. I try to bear down, but they keep Have you heard this yet? I've heard I heard I listened to all of the ones you put in the doc in full. But they what did what were your feelings about my this? My feelings about this one was that it didn't sound like her. I was like, this is weird. My favorite one of the <laughs> ones listen to it anymore. My, I listened to it all. My favorite of the ones that you put in was actually the Cheryl one. No, wait, no, no, no. The, my favorite one was the Fifth Harmony one. Dinah Shore. Dinah what's her name? Dina. Dina Shore. It's not Dinah. It's Dina something. Uh, or is it Dinah? I don't know. We're always gonna get these wrong. Dina Jane. Dina Jane. Dinah Shore is like <laughs> absolutely not a Fifth Harmony person. <laughs> I know it's not. Um, <laughs> thought it's funny that you thought so. Dinosaur died in 1994. Yeah, I know. I'm. Vis- I know it wasn't dinosaur. Like FYI, just, I knew. Dinosaur sounds a lot like dinosaur. Is that something that people called out back in her day? I don't know. When was she alive? I wasn't paying attention. So the Cheryl song was fine. I like it. They're all fine. They're all fine. I just like who's Nothing's listening. Incredible. <laughs> Who is who is standing Ashley Tisdale? No offense, but like, who is listening to that? I actually had the same question. And not in a mean way, but like in a genuinely no. curious way. Like, who's here being like, I can't wait for the new Ashley Tisdale Very album? Very weird. She's retweeting people who are saying, I can't wait for the, Ashley, <laughs> the new Ashley Tisdale album. But like, I don't know who they are. Identify your, yourself. They're probably some hooligans. What else? How was your weekend? Was your weekend good? <laughs> it was great. How was yours? It was great. Oh, great. It was very, very good. I saw Suspiria. You saw A Star is Born Again. I saw A Star is Born Again, and I saw Can You Ever Forgive Me. Which was good. Which was great. Oh. Suspiria was like, Suspiria. It's like Dakota Johnson X. Suspiria. <laughs> oh, you're doing Rihanna. Is <laughs> So, is it good or is it not good? Is it good or is it not good? Suspiria? It's good. Okay. Chloe, Chloe Grace Moretz like has a role. What is she, what is her role? Is she a dancer? Is she one of the dancers? She plays one of the dancers who like goes missing in the beginning. And so she, in the beginning, she's like running around speaking German and, <laughs> and screaming. And you're like, Chloe, like a- amazing acting. And then later she shows back up in a very fucked up situation. Wait, so is she, when like, she shows Chloe. back up, when she shows back up, is she speaking German or is she speaking English? Or is she speaking no, like something speaking. satanic? Oh, she's not speaking. She's not speaking. You're like, oh, her like mouth, her, her mouth is gone. She's just like something, like sh- something bad happened. It's like, it's bad. I, I liked it. I liked, I liked the like. It gets like so campy towards the Is end, it and you're really just like, violent. Wow, but it's not. It's not really violent because it's like violence is when like people hit each other and shoot each other and punch each other. This is like witchcraft, so it's more just like gore and like kind of like squeamish, campy gore. Who were some of the who's in Suspiria? It's like oh my god, it's like it's all the dancers, Chloe, all the witches. It's what's her name? Who's the who's the other woman? That um that model. Yeah, she's is, in it. Is Suki Waterhouse? Uh, in you know it? who's a big Mia Goth? Mia Goth. Is in it? That's what I was thinking of. Mia Goth is in it. She's kind of hooey in it, but she's like very good. But the whole time you're like, who is that? And then you, it's Mia Goth. Like that's the. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, she's good. And then later someone was like, oh, Mia Goth was great. And I was like, oh, Mia Goth. And, she um, was great. Very famous who Lutz Ebersdorf is in it. Who's that? That's the guy. <laughs> That's the person. They they said his name was Lutz Ebersdorf, but it's really just oh, Tilda Swinton and, Tilda. and drag. Which I'm sorry. It's so obviously Tilda Swinton. Like, Even in the first trailer, it was like, oh, that's so Tilda Swinton obvious. in a... In a 
prosthetic face. If you see it, see it in theaters because it is so long that if you saw it at home, you would just turn I would it turn. It's over two and a half hours, isn't it? It's two and a half hours. Wow, yikes. Can You Ever Forgive May is under two hours and it's great. <laughs> Why and are you calling it that? <laughs> I don't know. It's it always it, it reminds me of Aiden. Like, can you ever forgive me? Isn't it? Is that what she says? <laughs> Can you ever forgive me? You have to forgo. You have to forgive me. You have to forgive I'm sorry. me. You have to forgive 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 me, Aiden. You have to forgive me. You have to forgive me. You have to forgive me. Why are you? The fact that that's what it reminds you of means you cannot enjoy Can you anything ever, forgive ever me? again. I thought it was good. Also. Yeah, great. A great movie. I was like, all right, I forgive you. Like, after I saw it, you know? <laughs> you have to forgive me! Please, I beg of you. <laughs> our, our movie review segment? Oh, yeah, there's a lot of it's dancing. Terrible. Chloe Grace Moretz speaks it's German. Terrible. Is she playing a German woman, or is she playing an American woman who speaks German at the dance school? It's unclear. Because <laughs> <laughs> it takes place in Berlin, but it's unclear where Patricia, who she plays, Patricia, is from. <laughs> Patricia. <laughs> Patricia. Everyone's like, where's Patricia? That's like a lot of it. <laughs> okay. You will say that. Busy Phillips made headlines, but not because of her show, which I think is interesting. I the mean, biggest is it, so far are, are we so far the biggest headline Busy Phillips has gotten in this new talk show era of her show is an appearance on the late late show in which she discussed her show right and she did like a very busy phillips thing on a too big platform i think Mm -hmm. where she like called him out for ghosting her friend who she says is one of the writers on her show there are three of them busy have you got any friends you'd like to set young noah up with (laughs) um (laughs) actually i don't know if you Mine, but then he ghosted her. <laughs> oh no! Are you serious? Do you know this? No, I don't know. Oh, who this, no. <laughs> oh. oh. right, yeah. One of my writers on my show. Oh, oh, yeah. right. ah! <laughs> well, I guess we brought her here tonight. Yes. And no, I'm kidding. <laughs> we'll call her in the break. Stick around. We'll be these two when we come back. I know, and but also like. It's so clearly Kelly Oxford. Anyways, what happened? Can you just explain what happened? I I don't know. I I wouldn't be surprised if it was Jenny, Jenny Yang. But Kelly Oxford is sort of the the presumption. So Busy Phillips said that Noah Centino, who was on the James Corden show. You say Noah Centino, but it's Noah Centineo. 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 It's Noah Centineo. I fucked up a million times. After the segment was filmed, Noah Centineo's people were like, you have to cut the segment. And they cut it down. But like the blast, or was it TMZ? Was like you can tell where they edited it down, and you can. It's really obvious. You can it's tell. Very Have ob- you watched oh, it? Yeah. They cut from like oh. ha ha to like okay, thanks for coming. Like <laughs> busy it's is the laughing. Most... Busy is laughing. Then she's like, you remember that? And then it's like, wait, you just told the story, and they cut it out of there. So it's so awkward. You see his face. His face. He's like, oh god. Like I do remember. Noah's that. sort like, of mortified. Oh, no. But what's funny about it is that like this is the busy that we love. Like this sort yes, of busy, not on her own but show. Then busy can't do that on her show, which I think is really funny. I will funny. say, so I was watching the end of the People's Choice Awards last night, Humble brag. and it went into busy, <laughs> and it went into busy, and 
she did like a funny thing where she presented and then she like got in a car and went to her own show and did it live oh, yeah, I saw with that Tina Fey. Yeah. And so the liveness of the show, which I actually am not sure is live normally, but the liveness of Billy show of Billy. Who is Billy? The liveness <laughs> of Busy's show, it was actually quite entertaining. There was like a frantic liveness that made it crazy. And Tina Fey was there very much helping her. Not in like a she needed help, but just they really they really played off each other. You could tell that Tina was like happy to be there. She, I think she executive produces the show. She has like a vested interest in Busy and the show. And it was like genuinely fun because it was like a little bit on edge, which I liked. It was so less, I think- yeah, yeah. The episodes I've seen are very like wooden and too scripted for her. I know. Um, like Busy's at her best whenever she says things that gets that get Noah Centineo's team angry. <laughs> right. So that's why I'm kind of like it's funny that she has to go elsewhere to like make a splash, but it also kind of implies that she there's still something special there that I want to see and like I see sparks of it. Let's get off Busy for a second cuz there's a lot there, but like Noah's people trying to protect his like cutie boy image. That is set up for downfall. That is, this kid is not going to make it very – like, this is bad. He's no Ansel Elgort. He's not Like, Ansel don't even Elgort. try me. Um, like, but, Ansel doesn't need this type of fucking, like, begging to cut clips. They got him that Hollywood Reporter cover, um, which really impressed me. That's what me, they were talking which about. Which really impressed me. Yeah, which sucked because it was, like, over Lana Condor, who, like, is the star of the movie. Mm-hmm. I just – it's such a bummer that, like, mm-hmm. he's so cute and he is a standout in that movie – because it's unusual how good he is, but she is the star and she's also very good. And like the whole point of that movie was to like introduce kind of like a new, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and we still went back to like the white boy male as our star. We just went back to the dude and it's, it's sad. Yeah. He's not even, it's he's sad. not even really the lead of the movie. Whatever. Let's move on. He's not. No, you're right. He's not. He's not. It's annoying. He's not. Also, he has 800 different faces. He looks different in every photo. Have you noticed that? What do you mean? Like, he he's like Rita? He's like Rita, yeah. He's like Rita. He's Rita face. We haven't encountered a Rita face in a while. So, Lindsay, who is Rhea Durham? Oh, my God. I love this woman. I, this woman. <laughs> How have we never talked about this woman? We've never talked about her, but she is a legend. She is Mark Wahlberg's very bored wife. <laughs> oh, my God. No one is more bored than Rhea Durham. <laughs> Have you ever seen anyone more bored? No, she's like one she's one step away from becoming like a private private detective and like solving crimes. I you know what? And I support her. I would support that career change. Like she's just doing it all for Mark. She's like having four kids, I think. I think they have four, four kids, kids. Which was always her dream. Oh my god. It was always her dream. Like, four kids. Her dream. God. So the reason why we're talking about her is because she is being sued because she bumped someone else's car with her car, but it doesn't matter. All that got me to do was search her name, and now I'm on a journey. Okay? She bumped someone else's she car, has... and now she's being sued for $25,000, which in the grand scheme of things, in the like landscape yeah. of celebrities getting sued for like minor car accidents, this is pretty low. Like this person is- It's low, and also $25,000 is... is not that high. It means just like it's a nice car that she that bumped, she, it, it means that they just want their car fixed. Yeah, that's it, yeah. which is fine. But what I'm saying to you- is searching her got me to her website, ellagracewalberg.com, which is her brand name. Oh, I have a hiccup. Ella Grace Wahlberg, which is her daughter's name, I believe, and her other daughter's name mixed, mixed together, together and yeah. their last name, the Wahlberg. And she's making handbags. All I'm saying is she's making handbags. She's, she's making, making handbags, handbags because her. Um, did you read the About Me? I put it in here. Um, yeah. Yeah, I did many times. She was inspired by her two daughters to make a handbag collection that is modern, fun, and classy. <laughs> Yeah, mommy, I don't. Yeah, mommy, makeup. Although, how do you do like a baby like mass hole? 
Mammy? How do you do that? Ma- mammy? Mammy. Mammy. Wait, what do you... Make a handbag collection that is modern, fun, and classy. They live in LA, but they, they live in LA, but <laughs> Mark taught them how to <laughs> talk. Wait, wait, do the baby voice again. Mammy, make a handbag collection that is modern, fun, and classy. Is that is that Boston? I don't know what that is. Is that it was, anything? It was. It was. <laughs> it was good. So she's amazing. She's so bored. She has a blog. She reminds me when. So she was a model. She was a model. A well, big, she a big model. She claimed, she claimed she was a model. She claimed she was a model because she says she was. Come she on. appeared on fashion magazines. She doesn't yeah, say which d- ones. Major ones. She says major fashion magazines. She makes mad bags. She's a proud football mom to her two sons. And not to mention, her husband is the charming Mark Wahlberg. Not to mention. Not to mention. To men- her husband is the charming the Mark Wahlberg. brand is called Wahlberg. As the saying goes, say, behind every great man is an even greater woman. If she wants to get into the workforce, why wouldn't she just work at a Wahlbergers? No, because she wants to design handbags. She wants to design handbags. I know. Also, would you want to work with those other guys? Are you kidding me? I would want to stay away from all of the Wahlbergs. I'd want to stay from Mark. I hate that she quoted as the saying goes, behind every man is an even greater woman. I didn't bring up your husband. Why did you? Also, that's not even the saying. (laughs) Behind every great man is an even greater woman. Is it behind every man is a great woman or something? Is that really what it is? I think it's even greater. Well, well, why would you say behind every man, great man is a great woman? Just the same thing. She wanted to remind everyone that her husband is Mark Wahlberg. That's what she wanted to do. Behind every Mark Wahlberg is an even greater model who has a handbag line. Behind every behind every Wahlberg is someone who's like deeply tolerant. So handbag line, love it. She also has a blog, obsessed with it. She did her own twenty five things. No one asked. But like she asked herself, I'd love it. No, do everyone should do their own twenty five things and put it on their blog. So glad you clicked this. Number seventeen. Number seventeen is, is my favorite. Please read it. Number seventeen. Seventeen. My favorite food is Italian, and I love Italy. Oh my god, it's incredible. Should we just read all of them we or something? Should just like, read I don't, all of them. Should we just go back and forth cuz it's almost like you kind of just need to have them, all of them. Want to go back and forth? Okay, I'll start. Number 1, okay. my middle name is Lindsay with an A. <laughs> wow, incredible. Number 2, my favorite color of all time is purple. Number 3, my wedding colors were lavender and white. Number Sorry. 4, my favorite flowers what? are gardenias. Wait, excuse me, you want a commentary on that? I'm just that? saying, where was the purple? I mean, I guess lavender is a shade of lavender purple. Lavender and white. Lavender is okay. a shade of purple, but whatever. I'm okay, being crazy. keep going. Number 5. Number 5. I always wanted four kids, two boys and two girls. She got them, by the way. She, she got them. Spoiler alert, Number she got six, them. Number 6. I love shopping for kids' clothes. <laughs> Number 7. My favorite thing to buy, though, is handbags and candles. Number 8. I love, love <laughs> candles and even keep them burning all over my house, even in the day. Be careful because there's a lot of fires, and honestly, I'm serious. <laughs> Please, like, watch out for I the candles. I just don't understand why she follows I love candles with, and I even, as though it's a surprise that she burns candles in addition to yeah. loving them. Okay. Bobby, there's 25 things. She's number, got to fill the things. Number nine. My favorite shoe band is G&B Toad Rossi. Great. Ten. I love to read. That's my favorite one. <laughs> She's addicted to books. She loves to read. <laughs> number, 11. number 11. I have four tattoos. Number 12, my husband has my name tattooed on his ring finger. What is, took her what is 12 to more get to Boston her than that? What is more Boston Actually, man than that? Actually, it only took her, it took her to three to get to that she was married. Took her to, it took her to 12 to get to her husband. God, I want to get, I want to get mini driver tattooed on my ring, on my ring Stop finger. It. Stop Number 13, it. I love football. Number 14, my boys play tackle football. Number 15, I love going to the beach, especially the Caribbean. <laughs> Number 16, I've always wanted to go to Bora Bora. Number 17, my favorite food is Italian and I love Italy. Number 18, I started modeling at 16. Number 19, I've been on over 25 magazine covers. Do you bet she's been on the cover of that, what is it, Los Angeles magazine? 
100%. She's been on it multiple times. Number 20, I love reality TV, especially The Real Housewives. One of the biggest indicators of um, I'm really famous and I have a blog and I'm not all there is I capitalize things just at random. <laughs> the only thing that's, number, the only that's thing not number 20. <laughs> the only thing capitalized on I love reality TV, especially The Real Housewives, is the. Is the. Yeah, <laughs> she's going there. She went there. Number 21, I work out four times a week. Honestly, I love that. Number, what else is she doing? Number 22, my family is Catholic and my kids go to Catholic school. Oh my God, religion came at number 22. Number 23, my favorite movie is The Notebook and The Fighter. The Fighter. I'm sure it is The Fighter. It's definitely your husband's The Fighter. Is she talking about a different movie? Is there a movie called The Notebook and The Fighter? No, it's The Notebook and then The Fighter. (laughs) That stars Mark Wahlberg. Number 24, I just started my own handbag line. I'm so excited. Number 25, one of my favorite stores is Target. I can spend hours in that place. I, and that just shows that you should leave it to the experts at Us Weekly, not do your own. Yeah, I gotta things. say though, The Fighter. If you're gonna pick your favorite Mark Wahlberg movie, The Fighter's a fun choice. I think The Fighter's a fun yes. choice. Yes. Oh, that's what you would choose too. You wouldn't choose like Transformers. Well, yeah, The Fighter's The Fighter's the best Mark Wahlberg movie because you have Amy Adams as a asshole. You wouldn't choose Patriots Day. You wouldn't choose Patriots Day. No, you have you have Amy Adams as like a complete like asshole. What is she's like? What she's like, get great- off my fucking potch. <laughs> What was that great meme from the other day that someone posted? Oh, that it was, was like, it was, um, it was, it was, wait, it was, I'm looking. it was a agent. Would you like to star in this tasteless movie based on a national tragedy? Mark Wahlberg. God, she's Anyways, great. There's, I, I, I the thing her. about, so you can follow her, you can follow her Instagram too. And I think we just love, it's great. Full, it, full of personality. it fills a void of just like, like, remember blogs? Like, how good blogs are? Blogs are still good. You can read a blog about anyone. And it's she fun. wrote a whole post about her, her kids playing Fortnite. She's like, my kids are crazy. They're always playing Fortnite. Like, it's great. And she made, like, a whole collage of photos of her kids playing Fortnite. And I loved like, it. Like, I don't you know, need I you to be interesting. Lot. I just need you to be prolific, you know? Like, if you yes. if you write yes. and video enough about your life, I will care about it. Especially writing. Especially writing, though. Wait, can I just read you her Fortnite blog? It's very short. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, hey, moms, like, what do I do about this? Okay, so ladies, if you have kids, especially boys, you know the Battle of Fortnite, no pun intended. This game has taken over my house and my boys. Help! Any free time they have, they want to play the video game. I'm always trying to talk with other mothers about how they deal with this issue. Many cute pictures of their kids playing Fortnite. In our household, we give, limit the game time in the week to Wednesday, only for an hour and a half, on the, and the weekends to two hours each day. I don't know if maybe this will help your household, but it seems to be helpful in mine. But when will this end? What happened to hide and go seek and riding a bike? XO, video game bummer mom. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly love her. She's I think good. She's, this is personality. This blog has so much personality. Her dish towels say love, love, love on them in three different uh. fonts. No, I didn't see. Yeah, well, they I do. Didn't see that. So le- I do like that you give her this strong Boston accent that she 100 percent doesn't have because she's not from Boston. <laughs> Where is she from? I don't Italy? know. Is I she never from Italy? <laughs> I'm from Italy. I love Italy. It's my favorite country. I'm Italian. She's not from Italy. Let's move on. What's next? Quote. This is the headline: Big Brother star Christmas rammed car into cheating baby daddy's girlfriend car while eight months pregnant. <laughs> First of all. Did not understand her name was Christmas. Took me a second. I was like, what is this saying? Her name is Christmas Abbott. Her name is Christmas. But like, okay, so she was on Big Brother and she rammed her car into cheating baby daddy's girlfriend's car while eight months pregnant. Okay, I think we need to just read this entire thing to make sense. Yes. Okay, so do you want to start? Just do paragraph by paragraph? 
Yeah. I think we could just read it and then that's everything. Because this gives you everything you need to know. Sure. But I can't like take out one part to explain it. I yeah, need you need to read, to read the whole thing. It won't make sense unless you okay. have all the context because this is very confusing. So here we go. Big Brother star Christmas Abbott's arrest came about after a crazy scene where she confronted the alleged mistress of her baby daddy and then used her vehicle as a battering ram against the woman's car. Dot, dot, dot. All while eight months pregnant. Oh, my God. According to the police report obtained by The Blast, thank you so much, The Blast, cops were called to a CrossFit gym (laughs) back in August for a disturbance and quickly came into contact with Christmas. The star began crying and told police that she, quote, lost it and crashed her car into a vehicle because it belonged to a woman who was in a relationship with the father of her unborn child, a man named Benjamin Bunn. Can you believe that? She literally has a bun in the oven. Moving on. The cop noted that he did not handcuff Christmas due to her being eight months pregnant at the time, but allowed her to sit on a curb while everyone was interviewed. Um, The victim, a woman named Samantha Jane Morse, claimed that she was drinking an iced coffee at the gym when Christmas confronted her and asked if Bun had purchased her the coffee, as he was also at the gym. When Morse confronted when Morse confirmed that he had, Christmas demanded to know if the two were sleeping together. But Morse claimed that it was not an appropriate time to speak on the man. Like, not during my Java. Christmas <laughs> allegedly called the woman a, quote, pathetic home-wrecking little slut and threw her coffee across <laughs> the floor of the gym. The star oh, then the exited the gym and got into her car and repeatedly smashed Morse's black Honda sedan with her Mercedes SUV, all <laughs> oh, while no. screaming that the woman was a homewrecker. When the police asked Christmas why, spelled away, because there's a typo in this amazing class <laughs> article, why she damaged Morse's vehicle. The star admitted that she would have smashed Bun's car if it had been the one in the parking lot. This is so obvious. While giving his statement, Bun told police the two were no longer in a relationship. Christmas was informed of her arrest and apparently became extremely angry and began yelling at the officer, who had to get her under control by using her, quote, pressure points. He also told Christmas if she did not calm down, she would be placed in handcuffs. The Big Brother alum was transported to a nearby police station, but they refused to book her because of her pregnant state. She was then taken to the hospital and checked out. Abbott later gave birth to son, loyal... Loyal, loyal Atticus. Atticus, loyal Atticus is loyal too Atticus. much. When you're laying it oh on, when you're laying it on way too thick, when it's like way Lo- too thick to exist. Loyal Atticus Abbott on October eighth. Bun was not present and claims he found out about the birth via email. I'm sorry, but if you name your boy Loyal Atticus, you are begging for him to. You are begging for him to not live up to that name. Are you out of your mind? Well, her son will always be loyal to her. There are two paragraphs left. Oh, my God, Lindsay, you get the kicker. But they're so good. As we reported, a warrant for her arrest was later issued, and Christmas turned herself in Tuesday morning. On Wednesday, the star seemingly addressed the incident on social media while breastfeeding and said, quote, just minding my own business. (laughs) And then... There's an iconic screenshot of a woman in glasses smiling, one tit out with a baby's face over it. She's breastfeeding. And it says next to her boob, just minding my own business. (laughs) I love this woman, love this story, can't believe it. It's incredible. This proves to me that if you're pregnant, you can get away with anything. So if you want to commit a crime, just fucking get pregnant and smash a car. (laughs) 
They will not arrest you. Well, they will. They'll arrest you later. They'll arrest you later. (laughs) But you'll be fine. You won't be put into handcuffs. You'll just be taken to the hospital and and let out. And then you'll just... She turned herself in later. And then you can go back to minding your own business. She threw her Java. She smashed her car. The reason why she smashed her car? Well, her boyfriend's, ex-boyfriend's car was not available to be smashed. (laughs) She's like, look, officer, I would have smashed his, but I couldn't find it. How did she know (laughs) hers was the Honda? How did she know which one was the Honda? Was she like, which one is your car? Which one is your car? Also, it's also the most LA thing to say what the cars were. It's like her Mercedes SUV plowed into this woman's poor Honda. <laughs> Did I ruin your Honda sedan? Did I ruin your Civic? Stop. Question though, not a question, comment. If you ever run into Christmas Abbott and she asks what your car what which which one is your car, give her the wrong car. Give her a different Just car. Just make it up. Say, I'm driving that Porsche over there. That's me. <laughs> and she'll be like, oh, good. Good to fucking know. Good to fucking know. And then she'll get in her Mercedes SUV. She'll and then throw she'll... your Java. She'll smash your Honda. <laughs> I love that the, also, not to just like harp on this. It's so funny that she went up to the woman and was like, did did my boyfriend, did Benjamin buy you this coffee? The assumption is that, I mean, why is the assumption that Benjamin bought someone's coffee? You know? She was just getting to the point. But the thing is, she was right. Benjamin did buy her the coffee. Yeah, well, because he's clearly a gentleman, but okay. not loyal. Um, not loyal. <laughs> Lindsay, have you heard of Zola? Yes, of course. I've been to many weddings this season. Did you buy anything for anyone on Zola? Of course. If they ask for stuff on their registrations via Zola, I bought something. So yeah, easy. So Zola is like reinventing the wedding planning and registry experience to make the happiest moment in couples' lives even happier. The only thing I didn't buy off Zola was what I got for you, which was yeah, not on your registry. You didn't choose from the registry. You you went rogue. Um, <laughs> Lindsay truly went rogue. Lindsay gave me a gift that was sort of shady. Everyone else views Zola because they are respectful. Wait, you're not going to say what the gift is? <laughs> Lindsay got me a robot vacuum because she thinks there's too much cat hair in my apartment. And I'm... I didn't put a robot vacuum on my Zola because I thought that was like too ostentatious. Okay? I'm very, very generous. And I got you what you needed. Let's just say that. Like Zola.com. Like you should put it on your Zola. Listen, and I could have put that robot vacuum on my Zola because Zola has like everything. Over 500,000 couples have used Zola, including me and Josh. That's how we got our registry. It's great. It takes the stress out of wedding planning with free wedding websites, your dream wedding registry, and affordable save the dates and invitations and easy to use planning tools. It keeps everything in one place. So it's like when you're getting married, there are so many like loose ends and there are so many Excel sheets and there are so many docs. It's nice to have one thing that's like truly organized. Um, you can start with a free wedding website. It's very easy. It takes just minutes to set up. There are over a hundred wedding website designs to choose from and they fit any couple style and every type of wedding. You can put your Zola registry on your wedding website so guests can get all the details they need and buy your wedding gift in one convenient and beautiful place. So that's cool. Like even if you don't use the Zola wedding website, you can just like drop your Zola registry on any website, which is what we did. It's great. Um, It makes registering for Newlywood Wife very, very easy. They have a wide selection of gifts, including Roombas, even though I didn't put one on my registry, but Lindsay got me one anyway. Um, (laughs) Guests love free shipping and returns, price matching and more. You can also create honey funds, which is fun, like honeymoon funds. Mm. You can get gift cards. And after, this is very cool. So after your wedding, in case you didn't get everything on your registry, they'll give you 20% off like all your remaining items, which is very cool. That's a big deal. Isn't that a big deal? Yeah, it's a big deal. That's a huge deal. Anyway, to start your free- You could get your robot vacuum, but you're lucky I got it for you instead. (laughs) 
Yeah, your very rude gift, which I love. <laughs> I love it dearly. Um, so to start your free wedding website and also get $50 off your registry on Zola, go to Zola.com slash who. I literally use this code, not lying. Zola, Z-O-L-A dot com slash who. And you will get $50 off your registry on Zola. Let's talk about Shadowhunters. We weren't going to talk about Shadowhunters until last night we found out that it won the best People's Choice Award for best show. Like it beat like other shows, mm-hmm. other real shows that I've heard of. Shadowhunters is a freeform show that is apparently wildly popular. Well, I mean, it was canceled, so it's not that popular. But it came back. It's coming back. But I thought it was just it canceled. Back. No, it. people demanded that it came come back and it came back. Oh, my God. Well, the only the shows that it beat were 13 Reasons Why, The Big Bang Theory, Grey's Anatomy, and This Is Us. So you're wondering who's the people? Who are the people? Yeah. It's like the teenagers. Yeah. Um, it didn't get canceled. It I think it got the series was renewed for a second season of 20 episodes, which premiered on January 2nd, 2017. In 2016, oh. the showrunner exited the series. It only gets three more form- episodes. It only gets sorry, two more episodes. That's it. Then it's done. No, the second half of the third season is set to premiere February 25th, 2019. I know. It says they ordered two extra episodes to properly conclude the series story, but it's still canceled. Oh, so it's still going away. It's going away. I was just like, what is this show that everyone's talking about slash just like the people of the People's Choice Awards? Mm -hmm. And I Googled it and I was like, oh, interesting. Is this going to be a bad segment? I can already tell. I'm not sure. I just think it's funny that, I mean, we've talked about the show before, but it is completely filled with who's. And I guess it was popular. It's very filled with who's. It's like based on a book series that's like a spinoff of um, Harry Potter-ish thing. Like it's not a spinoff, but it's like it's called The Mortal Instruments and it was popular, but it's like also the who of like magic series, mm-hmm. you know? And so like, what? It, they made Mortal one movie and they thought they'd make a series, but the but that didn't work out. So they were like, let's just give it a show. And the show did like fine. Better than the movie. Alexander D'Addario's brother is in it. What else is there to say? Yeah. Dominic Sherwood, the the guy who used to date Sarah Hyland. We talked about him a few times. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the details. Mm-hmm. And um, the guy from the Old Spice commercials, Isaiah Mustafa, and Harry Shum Jr., who's in the credits of Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. The closing credits. That's that's all there is to say about this show. I, honestly, if there's more, I don't want to know it. It won a People's Choice. I just love that it won a People's Choice Award, and I love that the People's Choice Awards still exist. Oh, the People's Choice Awards are insane. Every year, the Kardashians win the best reality show, and they show up and accept it because it's on E. Because it's on That's e. the, my favorite thing about the People's Choice Awards is that no one cares about it except for the winners, and anyone adjacent to E has to be there. Um, so the Kardashians all show up. They all are there. Weird. We, it always has, like, weird, like, you'd almost call them populist, but, like, it's, the movies that win aren't even that, like, immensely successful. So it's like, okay, Avengers Infinity War won the movie of 2018. That's understandable. But, then but it's it like, won, like, multiple awards, it's like, and it beat Black Panther, like, 45 but times. But the comedy of movie of 2018, the the um, the nominees were The Spy Who Dumped Me, Blockers, Crazy Rich Agents, Love, Simon, and Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. The Spy Who Dumped Me won. The yeah. drama movie of 2018, Fifty Shades Free, 12 Strong, Midnight Sung, A Quiet Place, Red Sparrow. What's the What in the world could win on that? And it's Fifty Shades Freed. The comedy movie star of 2018 was Melissa McCarthy for Life of the Party. And as much as I love her, that's definitely the worst movie she's ever been Melissa in. McCarthy also got a quote-unquote icon award presented by Allison Janney. <laughs> what? I mean, this is this show is all about favors. I don't know. You just owe... All about favors. It's, it's, it's about having to call in, people calling in favors and being like, look, it doesn't matter if you show, go to the show. Only 10 people are going to watch it. It's fine. You're not going to embarrass yourself. Just go. I will say my favorite part about the People's Choice Awards this year was how 
the Vanderpump Rules cast got nominated for Best Reality Show, and they treated it like it was an Oscar. Of course they, they did. They were like, it's their Oscar. We, are, we have a chance. We're going to win. We're so excited. We hope we win. I mean, no one wanted to win more than them. They were like, usually the Kardashians win. They win every year. But this year, I think we have a chance. I think we're going to win. And then they lost. Mm-hmm. And there's a great Snapchat. Snapchat. Oh, my God. There's a great Instagram story, screenshot that I took, that I screenshotted. And it's Britney from Vanderpump Rules taking a photo of the teleprompter that has the Kardashians' acceptance speech on it, which was all about the fires and they put it up before they announced the winner so she was like I guess we know we lost and like took a picture of the teleprompter which had like all this sad stuff about like the fires she was like well I guess we know we lost our Kardashians like they already put their speech up and I was like this is the epitome of like I'm sorry like did you look at all the uh, did you look at all the bottom like the pop culture category no oh my god listen to this oh my god listen to this there's the beauty influencer of 2018 James Charles won. That's not a surprise. There's Social Celebrity mm-hmm. of 2018, BTS won, whatever. Social Star of 2018, Shane Dawson, fine. But things get even weirder. The Animal Star of 2018, the competitors, nope. Crusoe the Celebrity Dachshund, <laughs> April the Giraffe, Cole and Marmalade, Gone to Snow Dogs and Lil Bub. The winner was Crusoe the Celebrity Dachshund. I have no idea who he is. Then there's, <laughs> then there's the Pop Podcast of 2018. It's between Amy Schumer's show, Anna Ferris's show, Chicks in the Office, Lady Gang, and Scrubbing In with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad. Guess who won? <laughs> Scrubbing In with Becca Tilly and Tanya Wait, Rad. Lady Gang did it win no. on their own network? No. And then there's L'Influenceur Pop Culture Francaise de 2018. And it's between Luffy, Beauty Active, Pembe Sherol, Stephanie Durant, and Aurea. Guess who Wait, won? stop. Luffy. Stop, stop. Why was there just a French person award? <laughs> <laughs> French right. French pop culture influencer of 2018. Why was there just the French person award? I don't know why, Lindsay. <laughs> How would I know? How would I know? I'm crying because why is there just the the final two? So it's like these are the final four. These are the final four co- categories. The Game Changer of 2018, Serena Williams won. The Pop Podcast of 2018, Scrubbing In with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad won. The last two are the most hype-worthy Canadian of 2018. And then L'Influencer Pop Culture Francaise to 2018. Wait. <laughs> Who won the most hype Canadian? Wait. The five nominees were Ryan Reynolds, Sandra Oh, Shawn Mendes, Drake, and Tessa Virtue and Scott Moyer. Guess who Wait, won? Tessa just, Virtue and Scott Moyer. <laughs> Sorry, it's just Canadian was the only. It was just, just the most Canadian. It must. They must have a deal with like CTV or something. They must air this Wait, on CTV. I'm sorry. It was just an award for like best Canadian, most hype worthy Canadian, and those skaters and those skaters who like fucked. Um, <laughs> won over Drake, Shawn Mendes, Sandra Oh, and Ryan Reynolds. I'm so confused. My kingdom for like an Oscar style video of those like five squares on screen that like zooms into Tessa Virtue and Scott Moyer and then you get to see like Sandra Oh and Ryan Reynolds just like applauding I don't even politely. think these were aired awards. They didn't To go. be honest with you. They didn't air like the best French person on air for sure. The most hype worthy Canadian of 2018. People can vote for all categories, not just the Canadians at pca.eonline.com. I hate, you know okay, I, we need to move on because I just cried during this segment, which just went from being something I'd cut to something we have to keep. Um, we talked about these songs. Sabrina Carpenter's full album came out. I started listening to it. And I was like, I don't care. Then there's... No, but the other day you fully had like a... a freak out. Sabrina Carpenter has a new album, a full album? I didn't know. 
you were like, is, are people talking about this? It sounds this? like Haley Stein talking about this? Yeah. Let's move on. Bachelorette Caitlin Bristow and Sean Booth break off engagement after three years. This was everywhere. And I made a joke about this and people were like, I genuinely care about yeah, this. Yeah, people and I was like, really right. care about this. I was like, fine. All right. I guess people like Caitlyn, but she was, wasn't she like deeply boring? Yes. I thought I mean, people, I thought her whole been thing, deeply boring but I thought people like that was a complaint about her season that she was so boring. I just feel like people really care when bachelor couples break up, but it's like they not, they were engaged for three years after the show and they brought like it, they were really dragging it out is what I'm saying. You know, we both we're both so busy. And unfortunately, that means we're spending all this time apart. Bristow said in an episode of her podcast, she's the one who sold scrunchies. So she's very busy selling scrunchies online. I mean, and she's making a lot of money off them. Weren't they like $17 scrunchies? Yeah, but we weren't sure how many she was selling. A lot of them were sold I guess out. If you sell, a lot of them were sold if out. If you sell one, I guess you're doing well. Yeah. One $17 crunch. Um, so they broke up. I'm not I'm not torn. And because that's that's what you expect from bachelor couples, right? You expect them to break up. The the anomaly they is when they break stay together. Up. Right, but it's like then you're you're rooting for these couples and you're just there's not many left that are still together, you know? Mm-hmm. And I if I have to see Ashley I and Jared what's his face one more time, I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> well, you those will. Two, Sorry, you're gonna lose your mind. Those two do anything that they're asked to do in terms of spawn. Of, the other day they what were doing, Kelly sent me, what you want. they were doing this thing. It was for like some phone company that I'd never heard of. It was so obscure. And it was like, double your minutes on a double date with ja- with Ashley and Jared. And it was this couple had won a double date, like just to basically promote doubling your minutes on the service. And there was a photo of them back to back with some stranger couple being like holding phones up and being like, we love on being on the oh phone. Oh my God. This is beyond. But that's me. sort of what I. That's what I want from reality stars. I want them to be absurd and to just like lean into. Um, they are. They are. Yes. The, then the they insane be version of like internet-based capitalism. You know, like just yes. do as much as you possibly can because it's not going to last. Right. And I love that the brands are just like these hyper-focused, not big brands. <laughs> like, like Ritz Ritz crackers is still not going to Ashley and Jared. Like they're like, no, we are busy. Like they're still they're getting like the obscure. It's phone like we're we're never heard of. we're busy. We're going to busy. Sorry. <laughs> we're going. We're going to busy. busy. Are you busy? Busy. Busy's like I'm free. Busy Ritz crackers. <laughs> I'm gonna buy Ritz crackers. Ashley, you ready for this? Are you guys ready for this? because I'm about to blow your mind. If you swipe up on this video, you're gonna get the Vanity Planet toothbrush for 75% off. I'm no mathematician, but that's 25% from it being free. Whoa. What's what's next? This this Ezra Miller cover story, we've been- Do we talk about him? Is he a them yet? We, no. No, because we've talked about him. We thought he'd be a them by now, but he wasn't. We were wrong about it. He's still right. very he's much still not, not a them. Oh my he's God. Still not it's a never them. gonna happen. It's never he gonna happen. He was on GQ. GQ style, which I don't know the difference between. No. Like GQ has their own spin off. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend I know. So, but what I liked about this profile is that it, um, Ezra Miller owns a farm in Vermont and he spends the entire profile like talking to his goats, which is great. Like it's, it's great fodder for this. Mm-hmm. It's almost like he knew that this person was coming to interview him and he got the goats. I mean, it's, it's interesting, but it's also too much it's someone who it's is too much it's it's, it's it, it reads like it's coming from someone who studied celebrity profiles like way too much and he's trying to um one-up them and like create the celebrity profile of his dreams because it's so right. it's so twee and silly and filled with these like completely deranged details um he's like being exactly what we what he thinks we want him to be yeah. which is actually kind of goes against like 
he's what, trying too hard. He's what, but it's it sucks because it goes against what he's trying to say, which is like I'm an individual and I'm crazy and unique. But he's then feeding what people want him to say as that character. Yeah, which no, like you're right. Goes against it. Yeah, you know, um, it's kind of like disappointing. The, you know, there's it's it's just like v- sort of frustratingly artificial. I don't I don't yeah. buy it. Um, yeah, but he. Yeah is funny like he gives you what you want but it's 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 so exactly what you want that it's like oh i don't want this but the reason he's being interviewed now is because he's in the new fantastic beast the crimes of grindelwald who is grindelwald is he a who i don't he's grindelwald is like the banker wait so it's about a banker it's about financial crimes i don't know okay i'm gonna go to pottermore.com Grindelwald don't go to Potter. is don't go to Potter. a dark Potter. wizard who caused don't disruption go. in the wizarding world during the 1920s. He's played by Johnny Depp in the movie. I don't see I anything about banking. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I I see not one no, I think sentence about bank. banking. I think he had a bank. Since when do wizards need banks? No, I swear he had a bank. Control F bank. Not found. No bank. <laughs> Lindsay, There's he no doesn't bank. have a bank. Who has a bank? Somebody has a bank. Long before Lord Voldemort terrorized the wizarding world, there was Grindelwald, a dark wizard bent on wizarding domination, all for the sake of the greater good. This is his story. He was born in 1883, but his place of birth is a mystery. He went to the European wizarding school, Durmstrang. um, (laughs) No. And he he did twisted experiments, um, and uh, he possesses all three powers that would make him the master of death. Okay, we hate him because he's played by Johnny Depp. Yeah, but I think we that works because we we're supposed like to hate him. And right. oh, makes sense. Uh, listen, he's not a banker. I, I don't, I don't I think he's think a banker. He's a, I still think he's a banker. I think Ezra Miller is a good guy, though. Isn't he a good guy in it? I don't know. Again, he's I've Creed seen these bare movies, bone. but I don't remember. Here's how I feel when I watch these Harry Potter movies. I'm like, whoa, 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 and then I'm like, nothing. Ha- I forgot what happened immediately. That's exactly but what I I'm like saying. Them. That's exactly what I'm saying. I forget what I happened like- by the end of the movie. Like each, I watch one movie. I, I watch Goblet of Fire. By the end of Goblet of Fire, I'm like, I have no idea what just happened. But I had a good time. I had an okay time. Okay, fine. The Harry Potter movies were not really my bag, but let's... We're going to get, like, fucking steamrolled for this. Can I say one thing about speaking of getting steamrolled? Let me just lean into the mic and say something. What? Genovia. That's it. What did you just say? Genovia. Oh, God. (laughs) Genovia. Genovia. just move on from that forever so Pusha T hates Drake this is funny the fuck Drake this is funny I laughed I laughed because Pusha T did uh the Tyler the Creator music festival Mm -hmm. and he played and in during his set a big screen behind him just said fuck Drake and then he tweeted corny ass tech dude fucking with my screens at Camp Flogna the name of the festival I speak for myself and all of you know how I make my statements dissing any beyond screen isn't part of my show otherwise great festival thanks for having me out I'm sorry there is no way a tech dude fucked with your screens and wrote fuck Drake no. these screens aren't typed out 
out live. It's not like some guy being like, tip, tap, 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 fuck Drake, like, and puts it up. That's not how it works. These are files. These are, like, projections that they get in advance to, like, put up. Like, I just, people cannot be convinced that this is how this works. People will. It's not a computer screen. No one's, like, blogging behind there. People will believe it, and then that's it. That's it. It made me mad because it's so obviously a lie. (laughs) The next story that's so obviously a lie is about how Future Oh my Future god. Future called William, Wendy Williams broke, but then the internet looked up his celebrity net worth and said and saw that he has 30 million dollars less than Wendy Williams. The thing and then it was like, "Oh, Future, you're so embarrassing. Wendy Williams actually has more money than you." But the thing is, that's the worst. That's like notoriously the worst source on the internet. Celebrity net worth is based on nothing. I know, I was just going to say we've talked about this before never celebrity celebrity net worth or any website that talks about celebrities net worth is fake nothing's These are ever fake been more wrong things very fake but they're good in a pinch when you need to shade someone really quickly at some point though i'm sure it was reported that wendy williams made 15 million dollars a year which i actually believe that seems reasonable mm-hmm. like for her show mm-hmm. that she does like mm-hmm. every day a week like that makes sense so if she's saving her money and it's been x years they're gonna say she has this million dollars is that true maybe not she probably spent millions of dollars like i don't know doing what doing stuff future who knows how much he's worth there's no source here yeah she had i mean i'm sure that statue of liberty costume was very pricey oh that was a year ago do you know because that yeah, happened in halloween yeah. we'll never forget okay fine. saddest thing what was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Okay, so during the People's Source Awards, which we're not done talking about, (laughs) Hollywood Life is saying that she was shaded because while she was performing, none of them were watching her. They weren't watching the entire show. I don't buy this. No. Like, those women were barely paying they wouldn't attention have watched... to the entire show. Like, you think they watched the Shadowhunters like... except 14 awards? No, no, no. No, no, no. Penelope no, and Mason could have been up there doing, like, some sort of performance, and they would have all been on their phones. Like, it... Oh, they were not paying attention. They're not going to be watching. Next up, um, uh, she's... Do I think they don't care about Rita Ora? Yes. Yes. But do <laughs> I think it's shade related to Rob? No. They probably no. forgot that she dated Rob. They probably forgot. I usually do. I usually do. It's true. That's not the number one thing about her. It's the number 50th. My favorite favorite headline of the week, um, my favorite Rita thing of the week is that she's planning something special. How do I know that? Because she said, I'm planning something special. God, it's one award show after the other. What's the ARIA Awards? It's British or British maybe? It honestly stresses me out because she has to do a whole new thing for every award. It's like, how does she have it? Oh, it's Australian. Australian Recording Industry Association Music Awards. Did you see the tweet of Ariana Grande doing an Australian accent? (laughs) Yeah, play it here. G'day, mate. Here we are, out in the wild, (laughs) out here in Pittsburgh. I want you to take a listen. Over here, come on, over here. Think of some reindeer back here. If you can hear them. Oh, you see what we got here? We got a a little bug here. Those guys, that's a good sign. It means there's lots of reindeer around. <laughs> I, I haven't seen Prince on a few days, mate. You know what that means? Might be over for young Prince. He might be dead as mate. I honestly lost my well, mind. I love it so much. She literally could now. not get any better. She's, she's incredible. She's a comedian now. I love this headline. Rita Ora in pictures. Songstress puts on a leggy display for children in need concert. <laughs> Rita 
Rita cannot win. She literally just wears a dress to a to a concert, and this headline is so mean. She she did charity, and they were like, "Look at her legs!" Like the children are like, "We need to see Rita Ora's legs." Give her a break, <laughs> please. Do you think her publicist like sends these stories out, and it's like, in case you missed it, like Rita Ora showed off her legs at this charity I thing? I don't know, but this headline. Who wrote this headline? Where's this from? Uh, I think the Sun or the it's Star. Per- it's honestly perfect. That's yeah, good. I love- um, and then this is just a Daily Mail. Rita Ora leaves NYC Hotel in cozy pink coat with a coffee in hand the morning after her sizzling performance at the Victoria's Secret show. She drank her java. She drank her java. She looked kind of nuts. She was in a really big, like, fluffy pink coat and then, like, red corduroy pants, which made me realize, like, should I start wearing corduroy pants? I don't know. Are they trendy? Corduroy's back. I heard that this morning. It's back. Wait, you heard it from whom? Like, I, online. Like, I just heard it. Corduroy's so back? I was like, corduroy, it's back. Yeah, it's back. Really? You can wear corduroy now. It's I had back. one pair of corduroy pants growing up. And my mom was like, oh, those are so cute. And I remember like my mom giving them to me when I was 12. And she was like, you need to wear them more. And I wore them like once to school. And someone made fun of me for them. And I never wore them again. <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah. You have corduroy. <laughs> you- oh, no. You got to wear corduroy. It's back. Okay, maybe I'll Rita think about wore it. it. I'll, I'll think about it. So. Yes. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on yeah. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Call us at 619-WHO-THEM. Please contribute to our Patreon if you want exclusive content. If not, who cares? It's fine. This will always be free. And what? Don't who cares. Support our support Patreon. Us, support us on Patreon, please. We had our first exclusive content on our Patreon. I think people liked it. Oh, people loved it. They loved the Patreon. They loved the newsletter. Le newsletter. Le also le French. Newsletter. <laughs> le newsletter. De news. Can you say letter of news in French? Um, nope, uh, I can't. can't. Wait, can I say it? Can I say it? I'm not I sure. Can't. I'm not sure, but um, I what I'm, I'm I'm hoping that people support our Patreon because I'm hoping to win next year's L'Influencer Pop Culture Française de 2019. <laughs> Maybe we'll be nominated for our impressive work on our Patreon. The most hyperly Patreon of 2019. <laughs> um, also, I don't know if you guys all noticed, but we're going on tour. Right, 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 right. I forgot. And there are two dates that have tickets on sales. One is San Francisco. Please buy tickets. The other is somewhere we've never been before. Denver. Denver. Yes, Denver. Denver, come out. Show us love, Denver. Oh, we'll see you soon, Mile High City. Ooh. <laughs> Denver. Join the Mile High Club. Back. Yes. <laughs> Do people joke about okay, that? Do people it. say, like, I'm in the Mile High Club when you go to Denver? Like, no, a, like I don't think so. Like a funny joke? People go to Denver and they drink beer and I don't know anything else about uh, it. But I can't wait to learn. Denver. Denver. Ooh, weed. There's weed. Yeah, we're going to like do some outdoorsy stuff. I don't know what it'll be. We'll go outdoors. You and I will be outdoors. That's cool. Okay, we'll see you on Friday. And in Denver. And in Denver. Bye. Bye. You will drive Yeah. Yeah. They want to know. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Mommy, make a handbag collection that is modern, fun, and classy.